You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Now, let's get back to the studio. I think the, the tremendous challenge we have now is UTSA is a team, obviously, that we're not very familiar with, haven't played uh, a, a group of guys that mirrors a lot of what we are from a, a roster standpoint. Um, I think there'll be 77 seniors between their uh, 30 plus seniors and ours. Uh, there'll be 77 seniors on the field Saturday that will be out there. Uh, competing right back here hour number two on the Illini guys sports spectacular powered by IlliniGuys.com. we are the Illini guys glad you're with us here uh whatever where you're listening uh thanks for tuning in uh, larry smith here along with brad sturdy mike cagley uh working the board is uh, patrick quinn doing his thing making sure that uh we we, we mind our p's and q's we certainly want that we just heard from bet B- brett bielema the Illini head coach is now talking about again um just what a tremendous challenge this is coming up you know, uh, Brad Surtey, you and I were talking, um, you know, even last week in the press box, their Memorial Stadium. Uh, he's not going to let this team ever um, sit back on his laurels after a win. He wants to make sure you keep pushing forward. Yeah, it's funny. Have you ever heard a coach say, yeah, you know, we won last week. We're probably going to walk out and kick their butts this week because they're, you know, they're not that good. So you never see that. So they're always going to, you know, play their team up. But I think in this case, he's accurate because UTSA is a, kind of scary team because they're not a big name, but they're a quality opponent. Um, And they've got, you know, like I say, they're old and teams that are old and veteran and they don't have to implement new systems. It's the same coach they had a year ago. So they're going to be ready to go. And so Illinois has to be, you know, have their A game if they want to, you know, handle UTSA on Saturday. Yeah. And like you said last hour, I mean, they went to a bowl game last year and um, let's be honest, they have a winning culture. They have four winning seasons in the past decade. Uh, we won't even talk about how many fewer <laughs> Illinois has had in the past decade. So let's not uh, let's not pat ourselves on the back. Uh, let's not go there. Let's not go right. there. That's right. Let's not do that. Um, you know, one of the big stars um, in the, the win over the, the Cornhuskers was was Deuce Spann, who is a freshman quarterback, 6'4", just an outstanding talent, that they moved uh, to wide receiver for the moment. And Coach Bielema earlier this week talked about um, how that move really epitomized uh, the attitude of sacrificing for the team. Take a listen. You know, it's always about the team, right? Put the team first is one of our uh, – it's the number number four goal walking in the door and it's the number one team goal walking out the door. And as a head coach, I've told our guys repeatedly, you know, if I have a decision that's being made about you, it's only for one reason. I want to put the team first. And uh, I've had several conversations with Deuce about uh, the wide receiver position, and he kind of gravitated towards it. And, and um, we knew he was going to have a limited number of plays. I told him on Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday, I said – you know, when that first play comes, there's a very good chance that you're going to score. Like I, I literally said, I think you'll you'll be surprised at the success you're going to have. And, and I called him on Sunday and said, I am sorry I was six inches off um, uh, because he he just truly has some special abilities. Um, he, he, he is a guy that I'm very excited to see where this thing can go. Yeah, and I tell you what, when I listened to that comment, I almost think Deuce may be like watching a Marvel movie we might go back and say that this play was the origin of something big, kind of like Iron Man in the cave. All of a sudden, you've got this new hero that nobody thought was coming out of nowhere, and the deuce is loose. So I, I think it's great, and I think he's going to be a story that we've got to continue to cover throughout the season. And let's be real here. Deuce's only chance of getting on the field was at playing wide receiver. There's no other way of doing it. So I'm very happy for him that he has, he's, he's mature. It shows his maturity that, you know, he's going to play another position. He has to think like a wide receiver now, not like a quarterback before. 
that was the only way he's going to see the field, and he's going to be on the field an awful lot since what we saw happen against Nebraska. I, I still can't believe Mike threw out a Marvel Iron Man reference. Shocking. Iron Man, Shocking. Iron Man in the cave. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess to our, you know, and I'm a nerd too, just like Mike, so I, I get it. But um, my goodness. No, I, I think, Deuce, it's teams to win. For teams to be good and win, they have to have guys who sacrifice for the team. Not everybody can be your star player. Some guys have to do the little things, and maybe it's changing a position. Or maybe it's, you know, taking a – maybe it's doing – playing special teams or whatever it is. You got to do those little things, you know. When I coach, we talk uh, – you got to – everybody does the, do the laundry because nobody wants to do the laundry, but it has to be done in your house. So we always say our, our thing is always do the laundry. So if somebody's got to pick up stuff, do all these things. I think Span's doing that. Now, the, the part that I like is that he's also a guy who, who can make an impact because he's an athlete. And you get athletes on the field because there's two positions. When I coach, I tell them there's two positions. You're in the game or you're out of the game. Like Patrick Swed said, this is the position he can get on the field with. Well, and I'll tell you one thing, though. If, if, I'm, if I'm Deuce, would I rather be Tony Stark and Iron Man or would I rather be Alice from the Brady Bunch in your, in your, in your example? <laughs> but he did come through under pressure with the big play, and I got to give tip a hat to him. Right, wasn't like Jan when he got hit in the nose. She got hit in the nose, right? From the that was Marsha. Wasn't it Jan? Marsha. Oh, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Yeah. That's right, Marsha. Yeah. Marsha getting hit in the nose. So, But think about uh, this. Span, Span was six inches away from scoring a touchdown his first game as a wide receiver. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. On the, on the play of the game. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty good. Pretty good. And, yeah. and he caught it. Not with yeah. his nose. Yeah. It's an origin movie. <laughs> I rest my case. It's a Marvel origin movie. You guys are going way deep. You're going way deep on this one. (laughs) As long as it's not like the Star Wars prequels, Mike Cagley. Good good point there. (laughs) I just love the the extra dimension that uh, that he can bring. You look at the second half and what opened up the fact when they brought Deuce Span in. And Matt Stevens did a great job of writing a lot of guys.com. A great article about Deuce when he went in the game. But what set that up was getting the ball into Isaiah Williams's hands. And I think that's what you've got to do. If you've got those two athletes doing some things, that changes what the defense has to focus on. It opens up the run game. It changes everything. And uh, and and to your point, we may look back and see where this was really just kind of a, a magical moment um, uh, for these uh, both these players as well as this offense and as well as this team. It's Illinois versus Texas. San Antonio is what we're talking about here. Illini trying to go 2-0. Lots more to talk about. This hour is just beginning. Quick timeout right here. and back with more. You're on the Illini Guys radio network with the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular. Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it, if your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation, 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain at 303-957-3092. Or visit them at neonrain.com. You have a lot to look forward to. Growing your family. Opening your own business. Retiring to travel. Leaving your legacy. Busey Bank is here to help you celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work with thoughtful advice, 
trusted resources, and proven results. Busey is proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini, a champion for purpose and progress since 1868. Member FDIC. The Illini guys, Sports Spectacular rolls right along on this college football weekend. Illinois hosting UTSA in a game that will finish under the lights. If you're joining us late, boy, sorry, but you missed a great chat with Illinois Athletic Director Josh Whitman last hour. Hey, guys, I think we are three for three with Bielema, Underwood, and now their boss here on the show. Yeah, Josh Whitman was spectacular in the interview. Great job, guys. I really, really wanted to hear what he wrapped up with when he talked about what a time of change this is with the NIL and with different things going on. And this is an opportunity for the Illini to leapfrog past some teams as an Illini fan. I don't know that I have, I don't know if I've ever heard somebody say something that I could have said myself uh, that I agree with more. Uh, Brad, what were your thoughts? Yeah. I just love his, that he's got a vision and a plan, you know, for the future. It's, um, you know, and he elaborated on so many things from bro hugs to whatever it is. He just gave us all kinds of insight into that athletic program and, and he, and what he sees for the future. And so it was very impressive. He's just an impressive guy. And I think his vision is trickling down into the excitement around these athletic programs. I completely agree with that. Um, there's no question. He was the right guy at the right time to come along. He's got the passion and the talents and the intelligence and um, certainly brings it all together. Um, and it's, it's exciting uh, to have him as uh, the guy who's orchestrating everything. By the way, if you did miss it, uh, the Sports Spectacular does uh, pop up magically Saturday afternoons as a podcast on our website, alanaguys.com. So don't fret. Uh, you can just go there. Uh, sometime over the weekend and definitely worth your time. Uh, he spent a lot of time with us and covered a lot of topics. I think that um, we all came away from that interview learning more about who Josh Whitman is and, and we don't get many chances to do that. Uh, but certainly the vibe you guys are talking about is being felt everywhere on and off campus from more on that. Let's lasso up some recruiting news. Who's got my sound effect. There we go. We got some. Yep. That's right. Ked's recruiting roundup time. It was either a lasso or a whip. I'm not sure. Uh, Kedrick Prince. Director of Recruiting for AlliantGuys.com. Ken, what's going on? Thanks for having me, guys. It's a, it's a good time to be an Illini fan for those out there listening. The world of recruiting never stops. Um, last weekend, guys, there was a lot of official basketball recruits, and Brad Sturdy, you were there to witness some of that. What were your thoughts on that? Yeah, Illinois had a, you know official visitor, obviously, Wednesday to Friday of that previous week. And then they had some over the weekend. Um, the Ortega away is a, you know, six, four guard. They're in good position with battling Penn state. He's visiting Oklahoma, but um, you know, but he's uh, he's, you know, I think it's Illinois Penn state is going to be the key for him. Um, one of those two, I think Illinois put themselves in a good position there. Um, Jade Neps was already committed. He's a dynamic point guard. He was here on campus last week as well. And then, of course, the two Cams, Cam Corn and Cam Whitmore. It seems like Cam Whitmore, um, despite the fact that Illinois has really wants him badly, seems to be leaning towards Villanova, but he's narrowed the three teams with uh, Illinois, Villanova, and North Carolina. And Illinois, at least is in the top three, they got a shot. Uh, I think the longer he waits, the better it is for Illinois. And then Cam Corn is another kid who seems to be Illinois, Florida State. 
Um, he had a great visit. Uh, he basically interacts with the guys on social media, almost like he's part of the team already. So uh, I think LA's in a good position there. And if they can lock up, you know, one or two of those guys, I think that's a real productive weekend. Ked, of course, wow. that's just basketball. We got football. Uh, it's football season, right? So tell me about this football recruiting that seems to be going so well. Well, you know, this week was the first week where the coaches could actually um, go out and talk to some of the recruits and actually text and, and, and call them. So, you know, you could tell last weekend the, there's a buzz around the air. You know, Illinois was the only game on TV last Saturday, and everybody all across the country got a chance to watch. So, you know, Coach Bielema and his staff was able to showcase their brand, which was unique because, you know, um, last week, you know, when they were able to do that, some of these recruits that typically you have to want to go out and reach some of these recruits, that didn't happen this time. Some of the recruits were going out, reaching all the recruiting gurus all across the country. Um, I know I had a number of them reach out to me and just talk about how much they were in all the program. They liked what they saw. You know, things were different. And not being critical of the last regime, but just the buzz and that they all felt confident that they could win. So they're, I think, in the class of 23, um, I think last week they probably reached out to well over 20 kids and a lot of them are in state, so he's keeping his, you know, his players to the state, and a lot of them are outside of state. But a lot of them don't have offers because it's still early. But some of the ones that they do, they're dynamic. So any of those guys that that the fans would know their names or recognize their names, Ken? Well, the one guy that kind of has this list, you know, his name is Caden Fagan. He's a six-three. Listen as an athlete, but I think they're probably going to put him at, you know, as a running back. The why, why I'm mentioning his name is because some of the newer guys don't have some of the big offers that this kid does. This kid has offers from Iowa, uh, Notre Dame, obviously Illinois, and he is just a difference maker. And when you talk to him, you know, you can just see that, you know, Illinois has put themselves in a good situation with him. He's visited the school three times, which could bode well for Illinois. And when I talked to him this past week, one of the things I talked to him about was, um, you know, Illinois won a couple battles with some of the bigger schools, you know, and how does that bode well for you? His thing was, you know, he likes the facilities. He likes the family, you know, the motto. He just wants to see Illinois continue to win. If they can continue to win, they have a good shot at landing a kid like that. All right, we'll leave it there. Hey, Kedrick, Kedrick Prince, uh, Director of Recruiting for IlliniGuys.com. We appreciate it as always. We'll check in with you next week. Thanks. All right. Thanks to Ked. Well, we've got your Brandons covered. Illini alum Brandon Lloyd on his way in. But up next, Brandon Wildman with his eye on the lines. This is the Sports Spectacular. You're tuned in to the Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Hey, loser. Leave me alone. When a child shares hurtful comments online, that's bullying. Visit erasebullying.ca to learn how to help your child stand up to cyberbullying. I'm Morgan Freeman. I'm not a doctor, but I trust science. And I'm told that for some reason people trust me. So here I am to say, I trust science and I got the vaccine. If you trust me, you'll get the vaccine. 
In math, it's called the distributive property. In people, it's called taking care of one another. Get the vaccine. Help make our world a safe place for us to enjoy ourselves again. Please. Attention travelers. Next Tuesday, a major hurricane will cause complete chaos throughout the city. Food, water, and phone service will be in short supply. There will likely be panic citywide. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. The disasters don't plan ahead. You can. Talk to your loved ones about how you're going to be ready in an emergency. Don't wait. Communicate. Paramedic. Firefighter. Police officer. Different job titles, one common goal, to keep communities safe. They all risk their lives every day responding to emergencies. Just because they accept their jobs can be hazardous doesn't mean they have to be. Is your workplace safe for everyone? Learn more about the Put Yourself in Our Boots campaign at ourboots.ca. This message brought to you by the John Petropolis Memorial Fund. This week marked the return of Eye on the Lines, the podcast with Brandon Wildman. A new Eye on the Lines drops every Thursday on IlliniGuys.com. Brandon's back with us again. What do you have for us this week, Brandon? Yeah, this week we're going to go with the conference champions and their odds. So we're going to start in the ACC. It's 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 ran by Clemson. It has been for a long time, and we're going to go. We're going to stick with Clemson again, minus seven fifty. I wouldn't really touch that money wise, um, but I did kind of like UNC a little bit at plus eight hundred. Like I said, we talked about on the last uh, two weeks ago on the radio show. Very solid defense, and you got Sam House, so that's always got a puncher's chance. But I really like Clemson at minus seven fifty. I don't really see a team overtaking them in the ACC this year. I think everyone agrees with you. Clemson seems to be an easy pick. So give me something. Come on, Brandon. Give me some something crazy. I know okay. you got a crazy one there. Yeah, yeah let's let's go uh, SEC. I'm taking okay. Georgia plus two hundred oh. to win the conference. Oh. Uh, actually, <laughs> what? if you listen, can, to a, you're picking against Saint Nick. Come yeah, on, I, I you know if you if you take a listen to my to the eye on the lines this week, um, I talk about the marquee matchup Georgia Clemson. I love this game coming up, um, but Georgia this year they they return. They're going to have the best defense in the entire country, and then they've got JT Daniels. They have a, their last four games with him as their starter and healthy. He was dynamite, threw for 1,100-plus yards. Now he's got a full spring ball, full summer, full camp. I love Georgia this year. And in Alabama, they're replacing pretty much their entire offense in 90% of their defense. Um, I, if, if there's any year it's going to happen, it's it's going to be this year. Georgia's going to take the SEC. They've probably only got 20 NFL draft picks on their starting line. Only. Out of only. Yeah, instead of, instead of, instead of 22, they got 20. Absolutely. Poor, poor guys. Poor Nick Saban. Absolutely. So I'm going to head over to the Big Ten now. You know, everyone loves it. Uh, it's Ohio State, minus 215. Uh, when you look at it in the in the Big Ten East, maybe Penn State can compete with them, but it's not going to happen. Ohio State's got too much talent, too much uh, too much experience, and their coaches are too good. But then they got to play a Big Ten West team, and we're talking Wisconsin or Iowa to take out Ohio State this season. Illinois, Brandon. Yeah. Okay, you're right. Illinois, hey, you know, want to know? Well, we're at, we're at not we're at the top right now, the Big Ten. Exactly. Um, but I like Ohio State minus two fifteen is a short number here. It should be close to probably 300, 300, 400, 350. So two fifteen is still a good number to lay. 
Um, moving to the Big 12, well, what is the Big 12, really? Yeah. Um, Oklahoma, um, minus 180. Getting it under 200 is pretty awesome. It's probably because Iowa State, people expect a lot out of them this year. I'm still not sold on them being a playoff caliber team. I think they're going to be a solid 9-3, and 10-2 team, but Oklahoma's, I think, could run the table this season. Um, regular season, that is. So minus 180, beautiful, great price. And then we'll go to the Pac-12. Pac-12, honestly, you could throw a dart on the board to one of the teams and get it right. Um, you got Oregon, you got Washington, USC, UCLA. But I like USC at plus 500 just because they have the best quarterback in the conference, Kelvin Slovis. They, you know, I, they'll probably underperform like they do every single season. Um, last year, they they were too many close games. But I like them at plus 500. I'll take a little stab in there because I still like the numbers on Washington and Oregon. It's a tough conference to follow. You got to stay up on the East Coast and the Midwest to to watch, uh, you know, Pac-12 football. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm not really looking forward to that. This, you know, again, an extra hour. It's it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be fun. A lot but, of a uh, lot of nights up at one o'clock trying to figure out if USC is gonna come through for you, pal. Yeah. And you, yeah. you and you and you probably don't remember them at one o'clock because of where you've been before one o'clock. So you come <laughs> home, it's hard to remember that game, right? Yeah. You know, I'll probably be. We've got a bar over here called Gator Dockside. A fantastic restaurant. I'm, I'll be there quite often on Saturday nights watching football. A lot of ducks, a lot of USC games happen. I'm guessing for you. Absolutely, I can't wait. And the guy's been in Orlando so. at three weeks. He's already found the top bar. <laughs> <laughs> we just hope he can remember his name. Yep. Yep. But, but we're taking and we're going to take advice from him. Right. Hey, right. hey. absolutely. It's not I the tell week, you what. It's not the weekend. I can't <laughs> wait till we're like at week five or week six, Brandon. And I can ask you, who's the team that you always take in a parlay? I know I can't wait for that moment because I know there's always a degenerate gambler who's picking like, you know, UTSA or Hawaii to, you know, to win and take the points. Oh, I love I love Maction, man. When I, I start a parlay on like a Thursday, do like a couple open slots, and then you know oh, so get just, Ohio, Bowling fill, Green. Yeah, yeah. I fill it out throughout the week. Goes. Kent, I love Kent State last year. Sean Lewis, man. They they helped me out a bunch. Uh, but I love filling out those parlays. Start on a Thursday, go all the way through NFL on Sundays. I'll quite be looking fun. forward to that, man. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. The podcast is called Eye on the Lines. The man's name is Brandon Wobbin. Brandon, always good to talk to you. We'll talk to you next week. Awesome. Have fun. Talk to you next week. All right. Check out that podcast on AtlantaGuys.com. Some other games we talked about uh, first around the state, uh, Illinois State hosting Butler, Northern at Georgia Tech, Western at Ball State. Uh, how about EIU, the Panthers going down to South Carolina? Have you guys heard about what's going on at South Carolina at quarterback? Yeah, grad assistance starting quarterback. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, who would have thunk it? Yeah. I, I was out of eligibility when they called. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather see Sturdy up there than this guy, but the guy plays at, uh, I think it's what was it? South Dakota state. One of the, the, it was North Dakota state. I believe he's North a bison. Yeah. Okay. He's a bison. Uh, yeah. He goes out there. He's the old one double I still like to call it has one year left, goes to be a coach instead and winds up. The starter gets injured, winds up competing for and winning the job. I mean, one of the great crazy. I hope he's more elusive than I am. <laughs> oh, I can count on that. That, that shouldn't be too hard, Brad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, elusive you, is not your middle name. It is not. It's not. <laughs> That's right. As you mentioned, the big game, of course, Clemson, Georgia, top five matchup, top ranked uh, Alabama against Miami in Atlanta, and then uh, Indiana, Iowa, uh, Indiana ranked 17th coming in. So in Iowa, 18 should be a couple of, of uh, good games there. So um, looking forward to uh, all of that action as well. Um, as again, we are now in uh, for us week two, but again, for everybody else in college football, well, they're uh, just getting caught up with their 
first game. And so that's okay. We'll stick with that. All right. One more half hour to go. A pair of all-time great Illini receivers coming up. David, the GOAT Williams. There's a joke behind that, and we'll talk about that later. And up next, we'll catch up with Brandon Lloyd. This is the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com. I, I mean, this is my 13th year as a head coach. I think I put the same thing into every game. Um, I think, again, the outside world is like, oh, you really get up for Nebraska as a divisional opponent. If we flip these two, I would have prepped the same way for UTSA as I did for Nebraska, and I'm going to prep the same for UTSA this week if it was Nebraska in week two. Like, that's just not how I'm wired, and that's not how I would allow people to be wired any other way in my building, our building, right? As we've been talking about on the Sports Spectacular, UTSA, not a household name, but Brett Bielema and his staff, as you can tell, all very aware of what they've accomplished in their brief history. As uh, Brad mentioned the uh, last hour, a bowl game last year, returning most of their starters. They build a winning tradition down there, and they would love nothing better than to come in and beat a Big Ten team at their place. Uh, you know, I think we'd all agree that the tone of last Saturday's win, uh, the tone of the game changed when Isaiah Williams became a bigger part of the offense in the second half. Here's Coach on his quarterback turned receivers performance. I saw things in him that I'd seen, you know, all, all through fall camp. Um, very energetic, uh, uh, great, uh, great athleticism, uh, pretty good football awareness. You began to see some of that in the open field, right? When he had the ball in his hands, um, will be an accomplished receiver, but a guy that you think, I think you, from a, a preparation standpoint, always got to be conscious of where he is. You know, I, as I recall, I, I think on last week's show, we talked about how important it was to get Isaiah Williams involved. And then, and then at halftime, when I went down to the locker room and I told Coach Bielema, you know, he really needs to get Isaiah more involved. And he did. When I really didn't do that. I was just kidding. But it was amazing how getting him involved totally changed. Uh, just that he's such a dynamic athlete. Totally changed the flow of the offense. And Yeah, there's no question. Let's bring somebody in who knows a thing or two about this stuff. Illinois alum, former NFL standout receiver, Brandon Loy. Brandon, welcome to the Sports Spectacular. Hey, you were at the game. What was your takeaway from the team's performance and more specifically, uh, Isaiah and the other receivers? Well, happy to be here, everybody. Thanks for having me on. It was unfortunate that, you know, Peters went down with the injury. But I thought Sitkowski, you know, had a lot more zip on the ball, um, you know, was in the game and seemed to be more energetic and uh, really uh, ignited that offense. I think that um, you, you know, I have my I have my issues with the lack of the intermediate passing in the in the offense. Uh, I thought they did a good job running the ball. You know, against Nebraska, you know, I, I thought those holes closed a little bit too fast uh, on occasion. But you know, I, I think the offense could benefit from an intermediate pass game. Um, not so many check downs. Not so many uh, tight end plays. And um, that's where I felt the offense got in trouble early in the game where Peters was just holding the ball too long. You know, he's holding the ball and these receivers still have their back turned to the quarterback and he's ready to throw. So I was just confused on who was, you know, was the receivers running the place too deep or did the quarterback not, um, is, the, is the quarterback, you know, supposed to wait a little bit longer uh, or is the, is, the, is the rush getting there too fast? So I was a little bit, uh, confused on how the how the 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 direction the offense is headed in. When it comes to Isaiah Williams, I don't think shovel passes count. <laughs> when when it comes to getting a, a player integrated into the offense, I want to see Isaiah running routes in the field. There you go, and and contributing 
that way as a pass catcher. He's not going to be able to come into the game against O-State or Indiana or Michigan and be able to execute that play uh, for very much longer. I, 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 he may get away with it this weekend, but he won't get away with it once the conference schedule happens. So I won't really be singing this offense's praises until I see more uh, plays intermediately, see some of these receivers move from you know three, three catches to you know six, seven, five catches, you know, four or five pass catchers with six, seven, eight, five, you know, catches and those pass yards, you know, well up to the, you know, 160, 200 yards. You know, that's when I'll be impressed with the offense. Well, Brandon, uh, tell us where you're at these days. You're in Colorado, but what are you doing outside of football? Yes, yes, yes. I'm in, I'm in Denver, Colorado. I'm serving for a nonprofit career wise, Colorado. Uh, we're scaling the Swiss dual education uh, youth apprenticeship model. Uh, so I'm working in business partnerships and serving as the apprenticeship ambassador, uh, spreading the word about youth apprenticeship and um, recruiting businesses in to um, uh, develop talent uh, using high school students and uh, providing uh, job opportunities for this workforce development for the for the young people. So I'm really excited about that. Hey, Brandon, this is Mike. You took uh, part in festivities surrounding the reunion of the 2001 Big Ten Championship team. What was that like for you? Oh, it was emotional. You know, it's like actually some of those guys I hadn't even seen on social media in 20 years. So, um, you know, it was neat uh, to be back and led by Coach Turner again and <clears throat> see the trophy, uh, get out there on the field and, and the excitement around the around the new team and just, uh, you know, being a packed stadium again, you know, that's how we used to have it. It used to be really packed out. So it was nice to come back uh, with the excitement of coach Bielema and then have the packed stadium. Cause that's what, that's what we were accustomed to. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously packed stadium is a, is a big part of that, but what are your best memories of that team and that year uh, when you guys won the big 10? My best memories of, of that year and that team are how close we were. You know, Ron Turner did a really good job of keeping us together. Um, and, and it started, I don't, I don't know if you've all heard stories about practice, you know, training camp out and ran tool, but it was difficult. And every morning getting up was a life altering decision on like, what the heck I'm going to do with my life, you know, and, and, you know, what wrong turn is my life going to take if I don't get out of this bed and get to practice, you know, the, you know, the dread of getting to practice and then getting those pads on, you know, making that decision was uh, life changing as far as, you know, becoming a man and those decisions. And then I feel like when we got to that 2001 season, it was a lot of digging down deep and, you know, our motto of why not Illinois? Why, why not Illinois? Why shouldn't Illinois be, um, uh, you know, ranked in the nation? Why shouldn't Illinois, you know, be in the conversations of, of winning the conference? Why shouldn't Illinois be in a bowl in a BCS bowl game? And we, we really had that attitude. We dug down deep and we stayed together as a team. So that, that, that was that, 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 that's what really sticks out to me. Hey, Brandon, do you have any predictions uh, for this year's Illini? How far do you think they can go? I have them at 500. You know, it's refreshing to not see the defense in cover two uh, in, in a crunch time. Amen. Amen. And, and to see them, you know, um, <clears throat> putting pressure on the, the quarterback. But, you know, I would like to see a little bit more electricity out of the defensive end position. So to get pressure on the quarterbacks without, 
needing to blitz. You know, I think Sidney Brown's my MVP uh, when it comes to that last game. And then for the season, he's, he's probably my favorite player on that team. And, and I like the cornerback play. So I, I, I think that the, the defense has a good shot at keeping the Illinois offense in the game. But I, I mentioned, you know, what I'd like to see out of that offense in order to see them take it to the top and get them, you know, get above 500 this year. Awesome. Well, we really uh, appreciate your perspective and uh, you know, maybe later the season, have you come on again and we can kind of revisit that. And, um, and you, you know, your next should be the Greek coming in, you know, prognosticator predicting stuff. Uh, Brandon Lloyd, what are the goats? There's no question in Illinois sure. football three. Um, Brandon, we appreciate your time. We'll talk with you soon. Happy to be here. See y'all. All right. Thanks, Brandon. Brandon, Thanks, Brandon. here. Uh, great to talk with him. A quick time out, and then we turn the spotlight on the eye on the Illini. This is the Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys Radio Network. You have a lot to look forward to: growing your family, opening your own business, retiring to travel, leaving your legacy. Busey Bank is here to help you celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work with thoughtful advice, trusted resources, and proven results. Busey is proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini, a champion for purpose and progress since 1868. Member FDIC. Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows, or door, worn out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom, or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions, 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224-880-6000, HX Home Solutions. Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it, if your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation, 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain at 303-957-3092. Or visit them at neonrain.com. Getting out of the military, I was missing this camaraderie. It's frustrating when you try and talk to people that don't understand. I still had the anger. I still had the addictions. But we didn't talk about that. came to a point where it's like, okay, I really need to talk to somebody about this. Family more or less encouraged me, you know, go go to the VA. It's okay to go get help. It's okay to talk to people because it takes true strength to ask for help. Hear veterans' real stories of strength and recovery at maketheconnection.net. Attention travelers. Next Tuesday, a major hurricane will cause complete chaos throughout the city. Food, water, and phone service will be in short supply. There will likely be panic citywide. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Disasters don't plan ahead. You can. Talk to your loved ones about how you're going to be ready in an emergency. Don't wait. Communicate. You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Now, let's get back to the studio. 
It was really cool this past weekend to see all the Illini fans out enjoying the great hot weather, and of course to see Illinois open the season with a win. But it was also pretty neat to spend some time with Illini great David Williams. Yeah, David came out to our Illini guys get together at Papa Dell's on Friday night, along with Stephen Pierce and Craig Swope. And safe to say, these three were the life of the party. Earlier, Larry and I had talked with David and Craig on an episode of our podcast series, Eye on the Illini, and that's with a capital I, of course. And they didn't disappoint. Let's listen. We got new Heisel drafted. Oh, oh I, I, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I joked with Craig last time. I said, you guys yeah. made new Heisel a lot of money. Yeah, that was, we, got Michael, we got Michael Young drafted, too. Yeah, yeah. new Heisel still making money today, doing TV stuff <laughs> on that one right. game. Right. <laughs> right. Michael yeah. Young had a little four or five year NFL career because of that one game. Yeah. 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 Now, yeah. now Craig, Craig could run and could hit, but you're a safety. You you ain't supposed to be out on a wide receiver, right? So they spreading the putting everybody out there. Craig, I don't know if you had to stay in the middle, right? Yep. I think he had to go sideline to sideline chasing everybody. <laughs> Man, that's too much. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they, they, they picked on Keith Taylor. Yeah, they, they got Keith a couple of times. Yeah, they, they spread him out and, you know, they run him down the middle of the field. It's like, man, that's too much. Yeah. Right? I, I used to kill Rob Woodson with help, but you stick me out with a freshman and you say, okay, you right here. We're going to send him to take the safety out of here and the whole half of the field is yours. If you can't beat him, we're going to take you off the field. Yeah, I remember that game, but yeah, sometimes I just try to forget it. <laughs> yeah. I, I try to forget it too, but they it, but I'm in Cali, so they ain't never let me live. <laughs> and I still I still go places and they go, yeah, you wait, you played against UCLA, right? And they go, it was 50 to 9. I say it was 49, 45, man. <laughs> right? Hey, and I had a good game. Nobody talks about that. I had two catches. I was I had three dudes on me. I was getting my I was kind of get busy. Yeah, but everybody yeah. talked about because of the score and what happened, man. Yeah. Yeah, was, yeah. They they put uh, it on us. They our coaches, they yeah, outplayed. Man. They just got us. They caught us at the right time. They caught yeah. us tired. And they and they and they didn't take no chances. Yeah. They put it on us. Yeah. So it was a perfect storm. You know, the experience was great. I loved it. You know, unfortunately, we didn't show up that game. But hey, I I take a loss in the Rose Bowl over over not losing the Big Ten and not going any day of the week. So that particular interview was so good that at the end of it, my face hurt from laughing. And of course, after I told that to Stephen Pierce, he wants to come out with a new podcast called The Goat and David Williams. You can imagine that David didn't think that was very funny. Uh, Brad, what did you think of David's response? Um, well, the goat and maybe uh, something else. The goat and yes. something else. I think <laughs> yes. David definitely likes to refer to himself as the goat. I don't think there's any question about that. So, um, no, he was so funny. I mean, just hilarious. You know, uh, Friday night and then Saturday night after the game, just uh, fantastic uh, guy to hang around with and just has so many great stories and so much great insight into uh, – college football and 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 what it's like it was it was just so much fun and he's got a couple boys who are extremely talented so maybe we're not too many years away from having more williams right here in the orange and blue 
that, that'd be good. And if you think about it, then maybe one of them would be better than him. And then they would be the GOAT. And it might make him quiet down a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Never going to happen. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> they were great. And we need to try to get them on with, with Stephen Pierce. I mean, as funny as David Williams and, and Craig Swope were, and again, that podcast lives on our website, alanaguys.com and wherever you get your podcasts, it's everywhere. Uh, as funny as they are, I cannot imagine what we'll they have, the, the, the beep button, the mute button, you know, the seven second delay kind of thing to like bleep out what's going to come out because when they get going, it's hysterical. And I do have to commend coach B for trying to get some of the alums involved in the program. Cause that means a lot when you can bring tradition of a Brandon Lloyd or a David Williams back for the players to see who are playing today. Yeah, no question about that. Well, again, uh, Eye on the Illini, uh, the podcast, uh, it is uh, right there for you, all of them. And there, there's a bunch on IlliniGuys.com. We'll pause for the cause and then taking uh, fans returning to games and adding in the Illini returning to winning, and you get the raucous Orange Crush student section. They had a big week. Brad talks with one of the leaders of the iconic campus group. That's next on the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular. You have a lot to look forward to. Growing your family opening your own business, retiring to travel, leaving your legacy. Busey Bank is here to help you celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work with thoughtful advice, trusted resources, and proven results. Busey is proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini, a champion for purpose and progress since 1868. Member FDIC. Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows, or door, worn-out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom, or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions, 224 224- 880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224-880-6000, HX Home Solutions. We all make more than 35,000 decisions a day. Most are small, but some can be life-changing. When it comes to taking care of yourself, the most important choices can be hard to make. Like having a tough conversation instead of ignoring a buddy's call. Or being there for support, not assuming things will just get better. Make the decision to be there for the veterans in your life, for your community, for yourself. Learn more at BeThereForVeterans.com. There's nothing more fun than going boating with friends. We were all out having a good time when all of a sudden, my best friend's hat flew off and without thinking, he jumped in the water to retrieve it. When we turned the boat around, he seemed to be struggling to keep his head above the water. We all started yelling, pull the cord, pull the cord! I pulled the cord and my life was saved. I was wearing a belt-type inflatable life jacket, the wisest decision I ever made. Life jackets worn, nobody mourns. Learn more at pleasewearit.com. You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys radio network. Now, let's get back to the studio. One of the most impressive optics from last weekend's season over at Memorial Stadium was, of course, a packed block I student section in the north end zone. Student attendance has been down at both basketball and football games in recent years. And uh, one of the the Orange Crush section is trying to get the basketball students more involved. They actually were down to around 1,200 student uh, Orange Crush tickets a couple of years ago. This year, 
their goal is to sell 3,000 of them. And the Orange Crest student section is definitely trying to do its part to make sure the Illini feel the love. I talked with Orange Crest Vice President Lauren McMillan this week on my Sturdy for 30 podcast. Here's a clip. A lot of people think the Orange Crest is just uh, people outside, maybe not from Illinois, but don't, don't realize all the things that you guys do. It isn't just a bunch of guys who show up and at a basketball game and, you know, jump in place or whatever. There, there's a lot more to it. And you, you, you guys raise, do a ton of fundraising. And so talk about what you're trying to accomplish um, this year uh, as on the fundraising side. Yeah. So for those that do not know Orange Crush, yes, we are a student section at the Illini basketball men's and women's games. However, we also do a lot of now philanthropy raising. So that goes ran through the Crush Foundation. And this is one of the biggest student organization philanthropic, um, philanthropic, there you go ways of student ran and it's awesome to be able to be a part of that I know once I first got involved I was a little confused but now we were able to as a whole we in the past I know certain years we've raised over 50,000 to give money back to our community in the Champagne area as well as anyone else that's interested so on our website it actually says we have raised over two million in the entire years that we've been in Orange Crush so this past year we actually raised $20,000. And that was a great, obviously, accomplishment with COVID. But this year, let's step it up a little bit more and bring us back to that $50,000 in hopes that we can give back to our community or anyone else that is interested. So as students pay to become student student members of Orange Crush, when they buy their tickets, they also will fundraise for crush then that will go back to our community too so it's not just orange crush exactly and everyone it's everyone on campus and in the community so as you guys have so if someone is it open now or you've got all your members or you are still adding people now we currently are still adding actually the adding will start tomorrow it will be september 1st is when their tickets first come out and once a student or uh, buys their student ticket, they will automatically be an Orange Crush member and can start raising for Crush Foundation. So we are very excited for those student tickets. Um, Hopefully they will last a little bit long, but it's at 9 a.m. So if anyone is looking to do that, um, be on there right away because we're thinking those will sell out fast. (laughs) So 9 a.m. on Wednesday, September 1st, you can start getting your Orange Crush tickets. So you guys want to join in. Um, and you know, you get to, you get to meet Lauren probably. So that's, that makes it all worth it. Right. That's the and, highlight. Of course. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> and that's important. And the great news is that the orange crush, the, obviously we taped this earlier in the week, but the orange crush did sell out all 3000 orange crush student tickets went in three hours. That gives you an idea of what kind of excitement there is around this basketball team coming into this season. And that's something that the players can feed off of. And Lord knows we've seen plenty of times in the past where the Orange Crush has done their best to, you know, make it harder on the other team. And I can't wait to see what we're going to get from a fully energized Orange Crush during the upcoming season. And I'll tell you, Brad, it was it was cool. You and I were talking about seeing the end zone totally full was uh, really refreshing during football season as well. It's, it's so good to see the kids and students engaged and, you know, talking to Lauren, I mean, they're on campus. There's a lot of excitement about sports. I think the fact that they couldn't go last year also plays into this. It's like, I want to be out there. I want to see, especially you got a new football coach. So you're excited about that. And of course you have the, one of the best basketball teams in the country 
I mean, this is a great time to be on campus if you could actually go to the games, as long as you can go to the games and, and enjoy it. So um, it kind of lets you take away from all the other stuff that's going on maybe in the world. And then when Michigan, when Michigan and Iowa come in for basketball, I mean, you know, they're going to know all these guys' problems, their grades, their girlfriends. I cannot wait to hear it. Cannot wait. It's good times. Good times. Just like old days. Mm -hmm. It was also fun at the tailgates to see the basketball team interacting with other students and fans. I saw, uh, you know, Luke Goody uh, helping a little kid learn how to throw a football as they were playing in the, um, you know, at their tailgate. Uh, it was great to see that. And I think those kind of touches with both um, to the students and also with the uh, general public is huge for that basketball team because a lot of people, you know, getting a chance to meet an Illini basketball player really makes their day. And I thought uh, Coach Underwood was, you know, pressing the flesh and fist pumping people. And that was great to see along with the rest of the staff as well. Yeah, my son was actually one of those kids that I was able to get a picture with Coach Underwood, and I think that pretty much made me father of the year. Thank you, Brad Underwood. Thank you very much. <laughs> Good. So I, I got a question, though. You know, I go back. If you go all the way back, I used to talk to D. Brown, Darren Williams, Luther Head about this a little bit, especially D. and Darren. They're, they walk around campus. They're literally rock stars. I mean, you are mm-hmm. a rock star. I feel like we got away from that. We haven't had maybe those guys that have been that that iconic because they haven't won enough games, let's be honest. Now you've got guy Kofi is a rock star. And the other thing about Kofi is he can't blend in. Like, I mean, you no. know, it's not Kofi can't <laughs> no, blend in can't. anywhere. Unless he was like, I, I don't know, unless he was with a team of giants. I don't know. Maybe he could blend in. I don't know. But he Oh, he was in, in the block eye, and you could see him carrying exactly. his little purse and all that or whatever. Yes, knapsack. He's got a knapsack. And he's, awesome. you can see him from the other end of the stadium because he's a foot taller than everybody else, you know, and a foot wider. So <laughs> you can see him. So he can't blend in. But he's a rock star. I mean, he literally is a rock star. And he and Curbelo and these guys, Trent Frazier was helping kids sign an autograph. I mean, just fantastic to see these guys you know, be, that's the way it's supposed to be. You know I mean? I, I think that's so cool. I loved it in 2004 to 2006. I loved it. And I, I'm going to love it again. You know, I didn't, I was like a rock star too, but he didn't get to experience because everything was shut down last year or he would have been experiencing all this stuff, you know, but uh, I'm so excited for, for these guys to see what they have. Yeah. The twenties belong to the Illini and I'm starting to feel that the general public is starting to believe that as well. Yeah, I agree. It's the vibe is uh, unbelievable. In fact, uh, unfortunately, we're out of vibe because we're out of time. Hard to believe that's that time. Two hours already. Hey, uh, a humble thanks to um, all of our guests. What a great show. Brandon Lloyd, David Williams, the goat, um, uh, the young lady, uh, uh, Lauren, who's with the uh, Orange Crush, of course, Illinois Athletic Director Josh Whitman in our first hour. Stop in and check out IlliniGuys.com and be the first to be in the know with insider information and great all-around content. Just like Brad told Lauren, if you were on the site, you would have known what Kofi was doing. She just said that. A free seven-day trial makes it easy to stop in and get comfortable before you have to make a choice. For the entire IlliniGuys.com team, Mike Cagley, Brad Sturdy, Patrick Quinn working the board. I'm Larry Smith. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the game, and we'll see you at this same time next week. ILL. This has been a presentation of LMBC Sports, LLC, and JM Talent Productions. We'll be back next week on the Illini Guys Radio Network on these same stations across Illinois.